What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Recorded live.
How are we doing, Justin? I'm uh, running a little bit late, but it's okay. I'm trying to get my stuff together here for the gym. Uh, yeah, so. No, oh, I'm fired up this week, though. You got, I'm bringing the energy, so don't worry about it, man. Uh, and I was able to get a little prep, so uh, definitely want to get into this. Talk about now, Martin Truex had a crash in that one um, there in New Hampshire, right? Right. Yeah, we want to talk about that. Um Talk about Kyle Busch winning, of course. Um, talk about Matt Kenseth putting together these top ten finishes. And then something that you've been mentioning, um, trying to examine what's going on with Team Penske. No wins all summer long. You say Brad Keselowski's been due. Um, but Kevin Harvick looks like the guy who's been running a little bit better. How's that working with that team? I don't know if that's anything interesting there. Uh, Harvick's actually on the outside looking in because of that crash. But let me uh... – so you don't want to talk about the anthem stuff or anything like that? Oh, we can go to the anthem thing. I mean, it's not much. I mean, yeah. I know Richard Petty came out, said his piece. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not really a political guy, but I mean, it is it it is what it is. But yeah, yeah. So uh, just give me a second here, and I think I'll yeah, be ready to go. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you personally, you know what I mean? The whole thing to me, I'm not a big fan of protests just in general. It doesn't matter what yeah. the protest is for. So that's just a personal thing with me. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's, it is the First Amendment. You know what I mean? You can feel how you right. want to feel. But, and honestly, um, when it comes to the respect for the flag, our country, whatever, um, if you want to support the troops, then support the troops because there's not a person out here who can honestly say they really do it because when somebody asks you to volunteer for a veteran or something like that, I don't oh, see yeah. people lining up to do that. So let's not no. check our patriotism with the national anthem and who does it at a sporting event. That's my right. personal yeah. opinion. So that's what I'm saying. There's not a lot there for me to get into there. So, but we can mention what, you know what I'm saying, the controversy and everything and how NASCAR handled it. So. Yeah. And I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm for standing for the anthem, but I'm, you know, I'm even more for everybody's rights, but, you know, I mean, I'm I'm not very political, but anybody can see that Donald Trump just needs to calm down. <laughs> you know, I mean, he just needs to calm down. Like half the stuff he says is like, are you just trying to get a rise out of people? But yeah, he, he is. Life. He's just. I, I mean, this is just my own outside looking in without personal things about it. Like I can separate stuff just by the way it is. The guy is the master of distraction, and it was stories coming out about his personal family um last week um you know the yeah. the presidency's not going well i don't care you know how you feel who you voted for i mean right. the guy has not accomplished the things that he said he was going to accomplish so when you do that you constantly want to keep the focus on something else this yeah. whole thing with the nfl now becomes something that people are focused on rather than where's the wall what is going on why are you not repealing why is it so hard to repeal obamacare <laughs> you know what i mean like um, yeah, yeah. I don't we got, I think I should just let it be, but you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, that's I, a whole. That's what I'm saying. It's a whole yeah, other thing. I but. did say before the election started that we would miss President Obama regardless of who won, and that ended up being true. So yeah, let's let's, let's talk about some NASCAR. Huh? All right. With an Ohio bias presents NASCAR talk with Justin Bradley. Huge win by Kyle Busch in New Hampshire, Justin. What did we learn from uh, that? And uh, Martin, Truex, Martin Truex Jr., man, probably would have won that race if he wasn't picking up the pieces of his car off the track. 
Welcome in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Kyle Busch was awfully strong, and he's always strong at Loudon. And that's just what you pretty much can expect. Kyle Busch up front, Martin Truex up front, Kyle Larson. And it's basically how I figured this whole playoff would go. Those guys in contention. And still that fourth person. We we have yet to really get a clear definition of who the final four will be other than, well, I would say this is the fourth spot. That's still to be determined. I still think it's Keselowski, but like you said, huge win for Kyle Busch and Martin Truex probably maybe could have won the race if not for some trouble, but a lot of guys in trouble after that wreck too. So interesting developments at Loudoun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, in this podcast, we're going to take a closer look at that race. Of course, you know, get Justin's predictions for the Monster Mile in Dover and uh, some memorable moments. But uh, we're also going to examine uh, Brad Kozlowski, who Justin has been saying is due, um, and Team Penske. Um, let's let's talk about a couple of the guys that did help themselves or at least have been helping themselves, especially Matt Kenseth. A couple top ten finishes here as the playoffs start. Um, do you expect him to possibly take that fourth spot? Yeah, honestly, I think the thing that Kenseth needs to do is just win. And he's been on the verge of winning all year. He just needs to really win a couple of races, and he'll be fine. But he's consistently putting together a great season. Kind of reminds me of the way that Ryan Newman ran in the very first chase playoffs with Kevin Harvick being the champion that year. He never won a race, but he was consistent enough to move along, move along. And there he was in the final four and on the final lap at Homestead had a chance to win the title. So Kenseth kind of putting together that kind of season. But again, you know, he needs to win a race. And I really expect him to show up and win one of these next three races. He's got some really strong tracks coming up. And, of course, Martinsville where he's never won, but he's had opportunities. It'll be interesting for sure to see what he can do. I mean, we think about that Martin Truex Jr. crash. We think about Denny Hamlin, Jimmy Johnson. I mean, this this was, I mean, the who's who in there mixing it up. But uh, Truex comes out the worst for it. Do you think he'll be harboring some bad thoughts? And how much does that slow down his momentum? Uh, it doesn't affect him at all. He pretty much is playing with house money right now. He won the first race, so he's in good shape. Plus all those stage wins. He should be set for the final four regardless. I, I think he has enough points to skate by. Uh, the crash not really a big deal for him. Surprising, again, Jimmy Johnson not running well. Denny Hamlin didn't run well either. Those guys were battling for 13th and 14th. And when I think of Jimmy Johnson and Denny Hamlin, I don't think of those guys as 13th and 14th place drivers. But that's the way Jimmy's been running pretty much the last 12 to 15 races. He just has not been there since he won at Dover. Not really sure what's going on with the 48. I expected them to be a lot faster. I did not expect them to be in the final four. But at this rate, I'd say he does move on to the next round. I don't think he will make the final four unless he wins at Martinsville. One more quick question. Uh, Casey Kane looked at, got some wins, um, looked to have been going the right way, and then now looks to fall off as we get into the playoffs. Yeah, that's pretty much just Casey Kane. I mean, that's what he's been for the last few years. He's either hot or cold and mostly cold, and, and that's a shame for a guy like Casey Kane. I, I really feel like his tenure at Hendricks started well, but these last three or four years have just been ridiculously bad for Kane. And he's a great guy. He's really popular with a lot of the fans. 
So he really, you know, I expected him to do about what he's done, but maybe a little bit better. I did not expect him to advance out of this first round. Doesn't look like he's going to. But again, you never count anybody out because anybody can win any given week if they strike goal, you know. So Kane, though, really just bringing up the rear for Hendrick right now in the chase, and that's just that's not a good thing for him or his fans or his confidence at all. All right, let's talk about Team Penske. Um, no wins since uh, back in the springtime. We've been talking about Brad Kaslowski every week. Uh, you picked that race, actually, when we let off this podcast for him to win uh, that that nobody got to hear. But um, he ran well in Brooklyn and Michigan, um, of course, in Bristol. But uh, Brad Kaslowski hasn't been able to deliver. And then now, um, what's the outlook for Kevin Harvick, a guy also who needed to deliver? Kevin Harvick and Kurt Busch both are in trouble. That crash did them no favors. And it also kind of reignites that rivalry with Austin Dillon that Kevin Harvick had last year. Remember that Austin Dillon said he would pay Kevin Harvick back for what he did at Texas last year in the fall. I wonder if maybe that was the time he chose to do it. Again, didn't really get too much out of Harvick on that subject, but Harvick and Bush are in trouble. Surprising for me is Harvick. You know, he's been a contender these last three or four years. And when you think of Kevin Harvick with Rodney Childers and his crew chief, they've been fast. And it seems like that switch to Ford, I go back to that. It's just not been a quick learning curve for Stuart Haas. I think that they maybe didn't make a mistake in the long run. In the short run, they did because it may cost two of their drivers a chance at a championship. Wow. Uh, that's 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 a – that's crazy stuff there. Um, Justin, let's get to it. Dover this week, the Monster Mile. Um, give us some of the highlights that you think of when you think about this race, and then kind of give us a preview of what we can expect. Well, Kyle Larson's due for a win here. He blew it in the springtime to Jimmy Johnson. Of course, then again, they had the restart rule where the line was over on the back stretch, and now it's going to be at the start-finish line. And when you think of the Monster Mile, obviously Jimmy Johnson's the king of the Monster Mile. He has the most wins there. It's his best track statistically. So if this is a chance for Car 48 to lock himself into the next round, I would expect him to be up front. If, however, Jimmy runs 8th to 14th again this week, that will definitely tell me he's not going to the Final Four this year. Because I usually look at a driver's strongest tracks and determine – if they're going to proceed in the playoffs, if they run well there, I expect Jimmy Johnson to run well. I expect him to win. However, if he doesn't do well, then I don't think that he's even going to make it past the round after this one. So Kyle Larson is my pick to win at Dover. If not, it's going to be Matt Kenseth and also Jimmy Johnson. I have those guys as also contenders to win that race. But I think Kyle Larson breaks through and, he puts himself again on the map as my champion this year. All right. Well, that is going to be definitely exciting to see how that plays out. Um, if it definitely comes the way you say there, Justin, it's definitely going to set up a huge, huge, uh, huge uh, spot to be taken there. Um, we've got to get to the real thing too, Justin, that happened over the weekend. Uh, we know our president has weighed in with his position, uh, different, uh, organizations, uh, different uh, national professional sports organizations. The president has weighed in with his position on how national sports organizations should 
respect and show their affination for the country and handle the national anthem. Um, we've seen the protests. We know what that's meant, um, you know, from Colin Kaepernick starting it all the way till uh, even Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Um, so MLB players to now NBA players coming out and speaking out, even Ohio's own LeBron James. Um, NASCAR, Richard Petty had some very poignant comments, and everybody in NASCAR believes that you should stand for the national anthem. Justin, how did you feel that NASCAR handled this one? No, that's not a surprise to me, and I figured that they would. NASCAR is traditionally Southern, traditionally conservative, and even though they've branched out you know, into other parts of the country, I, I still kind of expected that because you have a lot of old-school owners like Richard Petty and – Richard Childress, and again, that's their right to say whether their employees can or can't. Now, the First Amendment does protect us from the government making policy that prohibits our free speech, but ultimately, if you are employed by someone, you have to play by their rules. So, I mean, there's really no right or wrong answer on this. I think that there are more disrespectful things you can do during the anthem than take a knee. I think I tweeted this out before. I think, you know, texting, talking, singing it poorly <laughs> are some of the things that that I find are, are way more disrespectful than someone showing their or displaying their right to protest. And, and as long as it's peaceful and, you know, folks aren't doing anything illegal, I'm all for whatever makes everybody happy. So so that's that's my take on it. Uh, personally, I I would stand for the pledge. Again, though, if, if other people feel that they don't want to for any given reason, you know, that's their right. As long as they're doing it respectfully and peacefully, I, I have no problem with that. And I think that I have no problem with the way that NASCAR handled it. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. even tweeted about that as well. I, I don't exactly know what he said in his tweet. I just know he kind of summed up my thoughts on it. I probably should have retweeted it, but... I, I kind of lost track of it. Cause, oh, you know you what know, an Ohio we, bias did retweet it, though, there, Justin. So don't you worry there. Um, uh, Dale Jr. was, you know, he he took a very, you know what I'm saying, uh, what I believe is strong position, just saying that defining what the First Amendment is. Um, a second, I'm going to read the exact tweet. There it is. He took a he, he shared a quote from the uh, late great John F. Kennedy, um, our great president, the late great president John F. Kennedy. All Americans are granted rights to peaceful protest. Those who make peaceful revolution impossible will make violent revolution inevitable. Uh, and that's a quote from John F. Kennedy. Um, just in my personal opinion, I agree with you. I, I stand for the protest. I was recently at Indians games, Browns games, you know, um, actually with you know a former uh, Marine. Um, um, shout out to Cleveland Mike. But, um, you know, it, it comes to this, honestly, if you're so outraged about somebody taking a knee during a protest, I just hope you're living your life to the that that outrage is funneled into something positive of actually supporting troops when they need it, when they return home, our veterans, what have you may be, because there's still a lot of conditions and things that need to be done um, for our veterans. And that's the real support that you can show for the troops. That's the real respect that you can show. That's how we really show our patriotism is taking care of our own. And I just caution everybody, too, about their outrage and their persecution of anybody that they don't agree with, because that's kind of how this country was founded, as, you know, our forefathers left from England and other places because of the religious persecution to start the United States of America. So um, that's my piece on that, Justin. Right, and I absolutely agree with you, and I think NASCAR has done a lot of wonderful things for the troops over the years. 
Uh, you will find very few troop-friendly sports more than NASCAR. And it also goes back to, you know, the way Ohio State has shown respect to the troops in the past. They took the field together with Navy in 2009. You know, they did a lot of good things there when the Army came to play a couple of weeks ago. So it's like you said, any anytime you can – and help out the troops, show the troops and the veterans respect. I think it's always a great thing. And, you know, NASCAR does it well. WWE does it well. So a lot of folks still really do support our troops. And I think that's the message, too, is, you know, don't forget what's really important, even though somebody may have said something that upset you a little bit. But, you know, again, it goes back to the owners having that right to do as they choose. And, I like what Richard Childress said, you know, hey, you can take the Greyhound bus home. <laughs> so it, 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 it's just pretty It's pretty neat, and that's one of the great things about America is freedom of expression, and you gotta you got to love it. Absolutely. All right, Justin, that's this week's episode of NASCAR Talk. Um, definitely check us out on Facebook. You can get these stories. Make sure you're following us on Twitter so you can see uh, Dale Jr.'s great comments and all the things, a uh, lot of things that we retreat about NASCAR and all sports, uh, of course, that deal with Ohio. Um, you can always find this podcast in the Google Play Music Store, also on iTunes. You can write us a review and uh, give us uh, four or five stars, whatever you feel comfortable with, three stars if you feel so inclined, but we would love that. And, of course, you can always find us on the Stitcher app, which you can uh, listen as you're driving around or riding around uh, on a Greyhound bus or in your car on that Stitcher app uh, via Apple AirPlay. Uh, Justin, drop your social media links just so people know how to follow you and uh, need to get at you in case they got a problem with uh, the anthem protest. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one Justin Bradley for Twitter, and I think I'm still I'm at Justin Bradley 48 now at Instagram. I decided to to show my support for JJ this <laughs> for, for the uh, playoffs. Again, I don't think he's going to make the final four, but you know, hey, 48 man, that's a that's a pretty good number to represent. As you said, if this is the week, that's the place, the monster mile for Jimmy Johnson to uh, get another win there. So uh, we thank you for listening to this edition of NASCAR Talk with Justin Bradley, and we will talk at you next time. All right, man. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was prepared for that one, man. You know, yeah. so, uh, yeah. Last week I was all over the place scrambling, but, you know. <laughs> oh, so, okay. yeah. yeah, it's time for me to. Oh, yeah, and happy, bu- uh, happy belated birthday, man. My bad. Hey, I was going to say that. Oh, no problem, man. Uh, I, I was like I said, I train people all day, and I only get so much time to, to do the gym myself. And it's like, you know, I, I just always hope there's no idiots in there because we've been having a lot of foolishness in Myrtle Beach lately. And, and you know, I don't understand. I That's my thing is why people don't have any self-respect. And, and, and it is very prevalent here. You know, I've never seen it like it is in Myrtle Beach, you know, and you got people taking a dump in storm drains or, you know, doing some filthy stuff there in the fitting rooms at the mall. I'm like, come on, folks. Can can we really, do we really need to act like that? But uh, I don't like to badmouth too many people, but but if you're going to act like an infant and you're old enough to know better and you don't have, you know, you're not handicapped, you, you obviously. You know, if you're fully able, you, you should be able to make it to the restroom. You know, you should be you should be able to 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 do things that adults do. And it just seems like a lot of folks in Myrtle Beach just want to be either babysit, sat, or 
Yeah, I, I don't know what the deal is, but, you know, everybody comes on vacation. They're more important than everybody else. Uh, well, that's the that's the resort town living, man. That's the one thing about it. So, you know what I mean? You yeah. love the money, but, you know, you got to deal with the nonsense. So. Yeah, you know, money money here is not as great as a lot of people think. So I always tell my folks from Ohio who said, man, it must be great to live at the beach. I'm like, well, it doesn't solve all your problems. But, I mean, the gym is pretty clean because the owner, man, he, he likes to keep it clean. He also has uh, a lot of personal issues that, that come into play, like, uh, he has a pretty vicious custody battle for his daughter. Uh, his, I guess the mom is a, uh, well, she's a drunk, I guess we'll put it that way. And got arrested the other night for DUI, and so they've been fighting, and she's come in the gym yelling at him. And oh, no. I'm just like, well, it's not good for the child. You know? And the child's kind of wound up anyway. I'm like, come on, you know, let's, let's get it together. But... Uh, you know, I'm, I can't be everybody's dad. <laughs> yeah, no, you can only do what you can. So, it's good times, man. We'll be ready for Dover. I think it'll be a good race. Oh yeah, definitely excited, man. Uh, thanks a lot, man. We'll talk at you next week, man. All right, we'll see you. All right, bye. bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.